This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. It's the Radio 191 FM breakfast show with Candice. And right now, she's talking to... One of my favourite musicians of all time. This is so, so exciting for me. On the line, live and direct with me right now, I am chatting to Seth Harpu. How are you doing this morning, Seth? Oh, Kiri Hill, I feel much, I feel really good, thank you, and, and especially after that wonderful intro, thank you. <laughs> oh, bless, any time. Congratulations on the announcement of your forthcoming album. Ah, uh, cheers. Yeah, it's um, been a long time coming. It's really cool to finally have the project finished and ready for everyone to soak up. So exciting. What kind of sounds should we expect from the new album? It's definitely a blend of everything that I've loved. Um, Polynesian sounds, like Māori sounds, like Tonga Puro, traditional instruments, but kind of a blend of electronics. Um, I call it Pacific Soul, and that's partly because of my identity as Polynesian and drawing from that, but also the people that have worked on it. Like, I was really lucky to work with Cody Nelson from Unknown Mortal Orchestra, who co-produced the record. So him bringing in his Hawaiian... Um, elements and yeah just a really Polynesian soul I'd say Pacific soul would be the sound Oh I love that and the uh, newest single that you have released from the album is a tune called Tropical please tell us a little bit about the creation of that track Yeah Tropical came about from visiting my ancestral island so I have lineage all the way back to Tahiti and we went there for the first time in generations just before 2020. And being there, honestly, it was like heaven on earth. If you can imagine, like turquoise waters, beautiful mm. white sand beach. The sun is always shining. The people are happy. <laughs> so I was like, man, I can't help but be inspired by this. And I ended up writing a song about that whole experience because it was just like one of the most amazing trips of my life. Mm-hmm. That sounds so, so <laughs> nice. And um, Seth and I were talking off air before about how I thought that the song just sounds like it was soaked in sunshine. It sounds so, so <laughs> beautiful. And you said that that was exactly the intention with the sound of the song. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was hoping that... I had someone asked me the other day, like, what would you ideally want people to do when they listen to your album? I said, pour yourself your favourite beverage preferably around sunset and press play. <laughs> yes. Oh. And if you can be on a beach, I know it's a bit uh, makariri, a bit cold here at the moment, but you can be close to the water even even more, more better. <laughs> I completely agree. This song is going to absolutely rule the summer. So, <laughs> Seth, I personally am somebody who thrives during the summer, I thrive in the sun, I thrive in the warmth, I thrive yeah. near bodies of water. Would you say that you're similar? Oh, yeah, yeah. Growing up um, in Wanganui, you know, we're right by the river, we're right by the ocean, the beach, so it just kind of feels like second nature, being close to the water in general, and then especially, as you said, like when summer hits, it seems to be the place for me that I feel most myself kind of free, kind of in, in closer connection with the natural world, which is a lot of what this album is about, to by order, our connection to the world around us. And how do you sort of 
keep up the motivation to write soul light up music during the winter when it's dark and it's cold <laughs> and it's grey and you just don't want to leave your house? How do you keep the spirits up in your music? That's such a good question. Um, well, the, a lot of this actually was written probably over the last two or three years during like the colder months as well. So maybe there was just this hope and this intention to yeah, wish for those warmer seasons. But I think too, for me, it does kind of bring a sense of maybe warmth to the colder months, to times when it's a little bit darker. And I think that kind of aligns with that Matariki as well, which is why I chose to release the album during this season, kind of thinking about our hopes for the future, but reflecting on the past and being present in the and you know in the moment. Do you normally plan your releases with the seasons and the kind of vibe of life in mind, or do you just release them when you feel a calling? I reckon when it just feels right. Eh? I mean, I've probably a lot of creative people can attest to this. Like when you're in that creative space, part of it is just allowing whatever comes to to come, and not being too boggled down by anything external. And so for that process, yeah, it was allowing kind of time not to be too much of a restriction, but more so prioritising that creative freedom to allow the goods to come. And how do you go about combating writer's block when it does come about? Yeah, great, 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 great question. I reckon um, for me, it's just trusting in, in whatever that could be, because it, it might be that... For me personally, I needed to take a break from it to allow some other piece of creative creativity to come through. And I never discard anything I do. Like I might have come up with a lyric or a small melody and then nothing for like a year or so. But then you can kind of come back to it. Perhaps another idea that you've come up with ends up really gelling with that. Mm. So I reckon just, yeah, go with it. It's good to have breaks. Personally, I love to have a little rest in between all of the creativity just to breathe and like soak it up so yeah I roll with it so sick and I feel like being a creative person as a career can almost create a little bit of pressure because you know when you start relying on creativity to be your primary source of income (laughs) sort of do you ever start to force creativity sometimes or is that when you call it quits for a break Excuse me, sorry. I think that, um, yeah, I've tried to... uh, This is how I say it. I feel like Waiata, songs, especially the songs that come from my viewers, Māori, into our Māori, the world of Māori, is that they're kind of like seen as taonga, like treasures, Mm. and all messages that have been handed down through your ancestors, and so I try to respect the process of that. And although it can take some encouraging, I tend to not force it out, I think. And that's half the reason why it's taken... Honestly, it's taken me like 10 years to write this album. <laughs> My last one was in 2011. <laughs> so if that's any kind of testament to the kind of time I take, it's taken me like over a decade. <laughs> But I think at the end of the day, you know that you'll be proud of what's coming out and you know that it is mana-enhancing and it is reflective of the kind of work you would want to put out. For sure. Yep, so true. 
Fire Water comes out tomorrow. Ah! <laughs> how you how you feeling? Excited? Nervous? Probably all of the above. Um, and so what I'm going to do is just rest and. <laughs> this probably sounds bad, but I really want to just do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> fair, man. That is so fair. <laughs> After all of the incredible work that you have put into the album, I think that you deserve a good break. Where can people listen to the album once it comes out? On all streaming platforms, you can yep, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever is your choice. And yeah, yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Seth. You are an absolute legend. I love the new single, and I'm so, so excited for the album. Thank you, Candice. Oh, legend. That was Seth Harpu on his brand new album. It is coming out tomorrow, my friends. It is called Fire Order, and this is one of the lead singles. It is called Tropical, and this is reflective of what you will hear on the forthcoming album. So good. Turn this one up. Keep it locked here on The One. listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.